on that note, as, as we're talking about just kind of the investment in mental health, um, you know, one of our pillars, health. We want to talk about mental health as we enter the holiday season here. You know, during the holiday season, it's a time where uh, just kind of people become depressed. There's a seasonal affect disorder where there's a higher incidence of pedestrian. Of um, I'm sorry, of depression, just because of reduced sunlight and other things, and other people have issues. When you have, you know, we've had so much uh, uh, death over over the past yes. few years due to COVID and other things. You know, violence is uptick. So there are people that were that are no longer there. That were once there as part yeah. of your holidays rituals that are now not there. Um, so we just kind of want to talk about that. You know, spend a moment talk about that and uh, advise people to check on your people. Yeah, it just I mean, as you said. Uh, Sadly enough, there will be a lot of empty seats. There'll be a lot of this is the first time. You know, I, I particularly remember the first holiday season uh, when my since my when my mom passed. Uh, this is the first holiday season since my dad. My dad passed on New Year's Day, um, and then you also add in the economy. You know, may not be able to do some of the things that you normally were able to do. But um, right, check on your loved ones. And really, when you can be intentional about the little things, but then also give people the space, you know, sometimes it can be strenuous when you have to act out of a character of how you feel because you got to go to this holiday event. You got to do this where you may want to journal and just spend some time at home and we could check on you. But if that's what you need, then then that's what you need. I think as opposed to holding on to tradition, let's really just operate in compassion. This year, you know, when my sister uh, recently having lost her, this Christmas, you know, I think about my family and I think about, you know, her children. So I definitely have a greater understanding of how people can feel really down in these moments. But I think it's also an opportunity for people who are feeling, even if you're just feeling down a little bit or a little sad, not even to the level of depression, but to really try and take that time to cherish what those people meant to you and 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 make it a honoring circumstance of that person in their life and the moment that you spent with them. Because a lot of life is about with them so uh that would be my suggestion you know uh th- thanks and those those are both great points you know one of the things that i were just kind of from an educator's perspective there's a couple of uh things that i recall when i first started doing education i started working with the guidance counselor and i'm working in the counselor's office and the counselor says to me listen every time that there's a break you're going to get kids that come to you you know the kids are coming in here and there were kids would come and they would report abuse that they were being physically abused, sexually abused at their house. And those reports always seem to come on like Fridays, long weekends, right before holidays, because that was the point where they just couldn't bear They couldn't take it anymore. And, you know, they were concerned about what would happen. Oftentimes, as an educator, you think, of oh, the break, oh, these, these kids are going to have a great time. And it's a break. And it's not always a break for the kids. Sometimes if you're an older sibling, now you know, like you're the parent. 
you're babysitting, you're wash, cooking, clean, you're, you're doing all these things. So like what everybody considers a break is not the break. And some of these kids can't wait to go back to school to get away from all school those responsibilities. School protects them. Yeah. You know, so so like you got to just, just, just be mindful, you, and, even even with the young people. And you know, I always tell a story where I say, check on your people, check on your people, check on your people. When I was, uh, you know, I was a young father at the time, I didn't have any money. I just got full custody of my of my daughter. Had no money. Could only eat like one day a week, one meal a week. I'm struggling, <laughs> struggling, struggling in these streets. I couldn't. Um, you mean one I meal mean, a day, one, brother? One, one meal a yeah. day. Not, yeah, not one meal a week. I was like one meal a week. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you didn't tell us like hey, we're doing this show. No, no. One meal. You ain't had no money either. <laughs> You put my business in the street, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Give you you half a burger at least. We we was all broke. So anyhow, so it's Christmas, and I'm I'm struggling just to put food on the table. I I didn't get my daughter any gifts, and my family calls like, "What'd you get?" I ain't getting nothing. They're like, "What? What? You?" And they're giving me the business. I'm like, "You worried about a gift? I'm out here trying to eat. You You worried about a gift?" And it was one person's girlfriend called me that, that Christmas day. And she called and she just said, hey, I just called. I wanted to check on you to see. I wanted to see how you're doing. And she called after I got in the business, after not being able to afford a gift. Then the guilt of, of my family putting it on me for not getting a gift. So her call checking on me was like the biggest lift. And that, at that for a long time, that felt like the best gift I ever received on Christmas. And it was, it was just those kind words. Thankfully, my brothers are giving me even bigger gifts throughout the years. But yes, <laughs> yeah. you never, you never ever know the effect you have on people, man. And no, and what Kevin is pointing out is that most of the time, it's not big grandiose things that you've done for people. It's not no. the thing that you've gone out of your way and took a whole bunch of time. It's that comment, it's that gesture. That you don't even know you're doing. Yeah, the hand on the shoulder. It's like the most basic human thing that makes the greatest connection. Because at yeah. the end of the day, when we get down to it, we're just the things that have made us human throughout you know, time, they don't change. You know, we we... Society may get more advanced, but human beings have been hugging each other for comfort <laughs> since we've been human beings. You know, those those things don't change. Those things stay the same. The things that bring comfort, the things that bring joy. So um, they don't have to be big things. And and I'll just say, as we wrap up, let's let's keep up the same love that we were extending during the thick of the pandemic, you know, even with with us as our brotherhood, uh, I like we we kept the momentum going, but we was lacking before the pandemic. Absolutely. Like let let's keep it a buck. Like holidays aside, like when the pandemic hit, the text thread started popping, the Zoom game kicked in, and yeah. and collectively we've had some challenges and, and God has been with us, but we've been real intentional in in loving each other and creating that space. So if somebody is feeling some kind of way, they got somebody. Like it's it's one of the eleven. Like turn to somebody. You ain't gotta let us all know, but yeah. 
But if yeah. you don't let any of us know, we 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 built different. We gonna come at you, then help you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. yo, you ain't let nobody know, son. Like what's yeah. really good. Um, yeah. but I but I think as a society, that that type of love, that checking on you, those little things. Because when you every day when you seeing people lose their lives, the little things really don't become that little. They're little in the sense of it doesn't take much to do, but they've never been little from the impact of what it is that you're doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, honestly, let's be. I think the pandemic helped form this show. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> It's not like we didn't have anything to say before, but now <laughs> it's like now it's like nah, man. You make that time. You like you you celebrate these moments and yeah, and we hope our listeners are taking the ride with us. And yeah, definitely. And actually, what we should do a is when we post this is to post a couple of of numbers. Like I know that there's a suicide um, oh, hotline yeah. and just post some numbers. So if you really are going through and you don't feel like you don't have anyone, there are numbers where, where you can call. No, absolutely. I, I think that's a great idea.